Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. See ham on the track. You know how we do it, man. For what?
Hey, everybody, welcome into the press box. This is the tailgate crew with Jermaine. Got a real, real, real good, good show today. Really excited about the show. Week one in Alabama's out of the way. Week one in Georgia is about to come. Zero week is here. Just excited to talk football today. Going to be talking to some great coaches and, and one legend of the sport, of the SEC. Um, whoo! Just excited, just excited to, to hear to hear everybody. Uh, what we're gonna do right now? We're gonna jump into this devotional, and we're gonna get into this, and then we're gonna play a song, and come right back. But the scripture for today is: "Do this in remembrance of me." Luke twenty-two and nineteen. The Lord knows our forgetfulness, especially when it comes to gratefulness. The note we should have sent. The things we should have said, all because we forgot. So he gave us the symbols of bread and wine. They represent our Savior in his essence, body given and blood shed on our behalf. Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection are at the center of the heart of God. Though he can call upon all nature, all of nature to praise him, none, none of these are as meaningful as a heart overflowing in love for his son. Let us determine to be there. When it is time to remember him, lest we forget. That's from Charlie Tempest. Come sing the master's worth and sweetly sound his glorified forth, which in the Savior's shine. And you can see all this at choiceglennings at gospelfolio.com. And with that, we're going to jump into a song. We'll be right back.
be on my praise. I 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 be on my praise. Welcome back into the press box. This is Jermaine and the tailgate crew. Real excited about today's show. We're going to have some great, great guests. Coach Tanner Glisson of the Troop High Tigers will be here. We'll be talking about his game Thursday. Uh, we'll also have Coach Steve Pardue. A lot of Troop County people, you, I know you remember Steve Pardue as former coach of the LaGrange High Grangers. Now he's the head coach of 6A East Coweta, still in the area. Still doing great things. Cannot wait to talk to these two men. And then later in the show, I I I got to I got to sit down for a minute. I, I mean, I've been standing up, running around for the last ten minutes, just just excited, just just to say this name. We'll have SEC legend, Alabama legend, Valley Alabama's own John Copeland on the show. So if you want to call in, you want to speak to the coaches, you want to speak to John when he comes on later on, call in 646-378-0298 and press the number one. And you can speak with me and you can speak with my guests on today's show. Like I said, there's a lot of things going on. Um, last night in the state of Georgia, zero week or preseason week, preseason week three or week one, however you want to put it. There's a lot of great games going on, and Corky Kell Classic this weekend, the Atlanta Public Schools Classic this is this, is this weekend. A lot of great football being played this weekend, and I'm really excited to see a lot of these a lot of these games. I'm really excited to see about a lot of a lot of these games. I mean, the Corky Kell Classic is probably the deepest Corky Kell Classic I've ever ever seen because if you look at 6A as a whole the consensus top 10 at least five of these schools are in the top 10 in all three of the polls in the state of Georgia consensus number one Archer played last night well actually they played tonight what is it consensus number one Archer they're actually playing in the Corky Kell Classic, and I think that they actually either, either they play tonight or they play tomorrow night. Um, Got to go to my notes for a second. 
But either way it goes, it's just oh, whew. I don't know how to how to even feel about that. I feel some type of way. I, I feel some type of way. And actually, they played last night, so um, we're gonna jump into some scores before we get our before we get our first guest on, and looking at some scores from the state of Georgia. Uh, Central Carroll Central Carroll County beat Bowden fourteen nothing. Um, Smith Station was a winner over American Sumter, which is another another great story power from the state of Georgia. North Paulding and Archer consensus number one Archer deep Archer team. They won 49-21 over North Paulding in the Corky Kell Classic. And the Kula beat Collins Hill, which is another was another team in the top in the top ten. Sandy Creek. Of course, to keep rolling, uh, 4A power, and that's in the same region as, as the Troop County Tigers. They won last night, 41 to nothing over over uh, Creek. Let me get this straight: Creek View. That's how that's how bad it got. Uh, North Florida Christian came up to Atlanta and played Eagles Landing Christian and lost 35 to nothing. Um, Worth County and Fitzgerald got together. Fitzgerald winning that game 48-27. Callaway and LaGrange played played last night. And LaGrange, big ups to to my man Diallo Burks, who, who was on the show last week. Congratulations to him um winning that game last night, 44 to 20 over Callaway. Uh was Dublin over Laney. Uh, Dublin in 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 Middle Georgia, going over to uh, going over to Savannah and playing Laney and winning three nothing. And we go on and into today. We also have a game this morning. It's nine o'clock kickoff, and as of right now, uh, it's not looking good for those Carrollton for those Carrollton Trojans. They play five A ranked Kill this morning, and Kill's winning thirty five to nothing. So. Got a lot of great things going on later on in the day. You have Carver of Columbus and, and Carver of Atlanta. Uh, Hughes and Mays, that's in the Atlanta Public Schools Classic. Um, Parkview actually plays uh, McCallie out of Tennessee, which is also a great it's also a great game. And then the postmark postmark cruise there at Brook at Brookwood starts and they play against consensus consensus top ten. Georgia 6A Mill Creek. So just ready to ready to get things going. And we have our special, we have our first special guest on the show today. He's a good friend of mine. Also a also the coach of our of, of my high school mater. Really excited to talk to him. Coach Tanner Glisson of the True Pie Tigers. Coach Glisson, how you doing today? I'm doing good, Jermaine. How you doing, buddy? Doing well, doing well. Now these two pie tigers, they um they played Thursday night in their last preseason scrimmage. They played Upson Lee and played them to a to a 14-14 tie. It actually got rained out at halftime. Coach Glisson, how did your team look? Jermaine, I, th- I thought we were uh looked a little bit improved uh from the special week. Uh you know, Spencer, we we came in and 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 had some guys that we need to see it for some for some team violations, but, but we were missing five starters offensively, and uh, 
So uh, we were a little sloppy uh, in that first game. We were a little disorganized, I thought. Uh, we dressed out 126 players uh, last week against Spencer, and uh, we played 116. And uh, and anytime you do that, you know, that, it, 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 I told our coaches when we got back in, I said, look, that was more like a spring game, you know, something you would, you know, do when you divide up and you go, you know, you're, you're blue on gold or whatever you do. And uh, and, and so uh, we, we had to scale back. We, we decided, we, hey, we can't play everybody. And, uh, and so uh, this week against Upson Lee, we scaled it back and got some kids back and and really went back to a lot of fundamentals. I think uh, we, we kind of felt the pressure to try to get prepared uh, for the season. You know, us coming in in, G- in June and not having spring practice and stuff, and our coaching staff started feeling a little bit rushed about trying to get too much stuff installed. And we, I just went back and told them, said, listen, y'all just scale it all the way back, go back to the base, go back to the fundamental type stuff. And, and we were successful with it. And that, that was a good football team we played this Thursday. Ultimately, he's going to be in the playoffs. And, and they got a kid uh, that that number nine defense lineman is uh, I don't know where he's going. Is he going to go to Auburn or Alabama? But he's a good player, and uh, and so uh, we 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 looked a lot more improved, a lot more organized. The kids knew what to do and where to go, and and so uh, I thought I thought it was a little bit of improvement. And and I, you know I wish I was there to see that game and and to see a lot of the guys and there's a lot of guys from the area that's from. That goes a troop, um, like guys like um, like a Mr. Sheely, your quarterback, yeah. and mm-hmm. yeah. and um, and Mr. Ziegler. There, um, tell us about some of your kids and what do you think those kids will will be at, at the end of the year? Will they be? Well, I- yeah, yeah, I, I tell you, man, and, uh, you know, to hit on down there, you know, in that neck of the woods, you're talking about, you know, some of those West Point type guys, and uh, you got you got Sheely, you got Talbert, you got Ziegler, um, you got some of those guys down there that uh, that do a do, do a good job. I, I I tell you the thing right now, Jermaine, is we're trying to teach not only those guys but all of our guys how we want them to practice and, and how we want them to attack the weight room and how we want them to attack the classroom. And because those guys, all the guys that you just named, and I named, they're talented people. Those are talented guys. And, uh, and and our philosophy is we want to win the day, and we want them to use those talents all across the board, not just on the athletic field. And 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 those guys all bring something. They're slowly starting to buy into it. And it's hard to, and I don't want to say trying to break somebody, but it's hard to change habits of seniors. You know, it's, 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 they've been doing things one way, and now, you know, we come in and say, hey, guys, we're going to do it a different way, but we need you to buy in. And, and those guys are, are, are starting to do that. Um, you know, they're all coachable guys, and uh, um, uh, Mess Bonner's another one of them. And uh, and like I said, uh, we were missing a couple of starters uh, against Spencer and Mess, and, and, and Sheely were, were two of those guys. And they're impact players that we need them on the field, but we also need them to do right to get on the field. And I understand that, and you know, discipline is the key to these to these guys. And I hope that these guys can can realize what you what you're doing here at Troop. You're trying to change the culture at Troop, and I'm excited right. to see what things are going to happen at Troop. And I know that you play in probably the one of the toughest regions, if not for a, but in all of Georgia. And <laughs> yeah. You know, in this this region alone has two schools in the top ten. Sure. In sure. three of the in three of the 
of the polls that that I've written up that I've seen. Five for a for me, if you add in the Woodward Academies with the story tradition that they have, Fayette sure. County with their tradition, Carrollton who's not doing yeah. so good right now. Right. Uh, but they're also playing a five A. Sure. Since his favorite in in Kale High School, right? What do you think this region will stand? Well, well, as I, opposed I tell to you, other man, regions the, this season, right, right. Well, one one big deal is we didn't do ourselves any favors with the nine region schedule. Getting up to the region schedule, you know, we play uh, uh, Callaway, um, who, who I saw them last night, and on the on the hoof here, they are a fine looking football team when they run out there. Got a lot of playmakers. Um, then you, uh, you you take in consideration we played that team across town next week, and uh, and what they did to Callaway was impressive. Um, you got right. those two teams. You got a Northgate team that that won seven games last year. That's going to be Tommy Walburn's uh, best team he's had in several years. Um, and so uh, you take on top of that Harris County who went to the quarterfinals last year, and then you take uh, Carver Columbus who's got a five star quarterback. Uh, so before right. we even get to a region schedule. You know, I, I don't know. I, I joked around with administration over here. I said, why didn't y'all just get the Dallas Cowboys on the schedule? And uh, <laughs> and, and so uh, we, we feel like we got a pair of a schedule before we can even get to the Sandy Creeks of the world. Um, and, and so it's hard when you're trying to come in and, and rebuild in a sense, you know, with that schedule. That's a tough thing, but we're going to embrace it. We're going we're gonna to say, you know, you want to come to Troop because you want to play against the best. You know, a lot of kids go to the SEC, even if they go to Vanderbilt and places like that, because they want to play against the best. And uh, and that's what we want to do. I mean, we're not going to shy down from that. We're not going to go opting out, going to another region, all this kind of stuff. Let's go play football. And uh, and so uh, we're excited about the challenge. Now, in terms of regions, and we have all know about the proposed uh change of regions and the big mm-hmm. 44 and also the three percent deal mm-hmm. in georgia what do you think of the big 44 and what do you think of that three percent change you know where you have to move up in class if your school grows by three percent what do you think right, of that right. well I, I tell you coming from manchester i was actually involved uh with a double a committee um I, I was a representative i was a representative on a double a committee um, for this proposal and, and for different things, um, and I think what you what you start looking at, Jermaine, is where are you drawing your kids from? Um, you you take a place like uh, you know Carrollton or Buford, your city schools, but yet they they can also pull kids in from other counties, um, and, and I think that's where you you run into a big big situation. Uh, I, I just for instance. Uh, Heard County are just right across the way, and AA do a great job. But yet, there are open enrollment where they can draw from different counties. Right. Um, I, I think that makes a, a big deal when, you know, you can say yes, we want you to come here, or no, we don't want you to come here. I mean, uh, you, you know, you're making decisions. Um, sometimes it might be educationally. Sometimes it might be you're letting the kid in because he's a pretty good athlete. Um, and, and so when you start having the ability to make those type of decisions instead of uh, certain schools where your district line is drawn and you get who you get, and that's all you get. Um, I think that's where you start getting into the situation. And, and to be honest with you, Jermaine, when I was on that committee, the private school stood up and said, hey, we're not doing anything recruiting-wise that you guys aren't doing, and you're just covering it up by having open enrollment. And they were right. They were right. This you know, is if, true. You're, if, if you're a Buford and you can pull from five different counties in, in, in the Atlanta area, metro area, well, I mean, hey, 
that's the same thing a private school is doing. And, and, and so that's where we're trying to get on level ground with schools that are not open enrollment schools and schools that are. And I, and I agree with that. And I also saw where the coefficient is for the highest classification. It's 2,000 students. Sure. I always thought if you lower that coefficient mm -hmm. to at least 1850 mm -hmm. and you force these schools like the Kells, like the Whitewaters, in, in your case, Troop, who's on that edge of being a 4A, maybe a 5A school, mm -hmm. to make that choice to be either there or be at the lower classification. I think sure. that if they were to do that, that actually would bring more parity and bring those traditional southern regions like one through four back sure. to the southern parts of the state. Sure. What are your sure. thoughts on that? Yeah, I, I agree with that. And, and and when I was serving on the committee and then discussing all these problems, you know, I, I can come up with a, a list of problems, but I, I think it's going to take somebody smarter than me to come up with a solution to everything that fits everybody. And, and that's the big thing. And, and when I realize when you start serving on these types of the committees, you can start spending more time worrying about that than coaching your own team. And, uh, and, and so I'm kind of glad now that I'm away from that, don't have to worry about that. Um, but it's going to be – and any time you have this going on, you know what else you have going on? You have lawmakers trying to get involved in this stuff. And so this you have people true. at the Capitol and political type stuff that try to get into it. And then that opens up a whole other can. But, now I agree with you. Uh, I think trying to find that right balance is going to be crucial. And, you know, while we're talking about, like, the, the Class A schools and, and you know, lowering the coefficient, would that even – would that help – even out the single-A schools, per se? I, I think so. Well, single-A, you know, a lot of those guys working across the table, some of those guys on the committee, um, they, they were they were saying, hey, guys, we won't. They don't like their playoff setup. They don't like that having to sit out that first week and then and, and not play. They don't like their power ranking type deal. They, they don't like that. They, they want competition in there, too. They're not shying away from trying to – you know, cut that top end of, of class A into double A and this and that. They want to play, um, but they just want it to be a, a level playing field. And uh, But uh, they, they 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 surprisingly brought some things to the table that, that you would not think as far as, hey, you know, we want – I know this, uh, the, a couple of not, um, class A coaches that I dealt with, they wanted to raise that number to 500 instead of where it's going to sit, somewhere about 550, uh, 450, 460. They wanted to actually increase that number because they wanted to make sure they played five playoff games, and uh, and that and that was crucial. And so I just think you know trying to find what works for Class A and, and what work what works for Six A is going to be a difficult task. Uh, but it'd be interesting to see how it kind of plays out. You know, once it's voted on and they approve something. And this is true, and you know, with the realignment coming in next season, um, it's just it's very very it's going to be very fun to see what reasons some of these schools end up in next sure, season sure. and it, getting back to to the football side of it mm -hmm. honestly true probably has the toughest schedule in the state of georgia when you look at those <laughs> first four games because right, have, right. i mean right you have at least top 15 schools from 4a and 5a you're sure. playing against and and you know it's just it's going to be a really really good 
good thing to see. And then, you know, you're traveling to, to at least two of these schools. Sure. You're traveling to, you're traveling to Northgate and you're traveling. I think you're traveling to, uh, you're going to be the away team for Callaway. Is that correct? Uh, actually, yes, that's correct. We'll be a home team next week. Um, and then I guess Callaway will be the away team. So, I mean, that's two road games, quote unquote road games, even though you're playing mm -hmm. three of those games in the friendly confines. Sure. That is sure. Callaway Stadium. And, and coach, I'm, I'm really excited for the season. I'm really excited to see a lot of the guys that, that you have there. And you coming over from Manchester, and you're bringing a renewed sense of optimism. And I love that because me being a former Troop High School football player, for myself, it makes me feel good to know that there's actually somebody who's the head coach that actually cares about the kids that you coach. And just like just like other coaches I've talked to in the past couple of weeks, I can tell your passion. I can tell, excuse me, I can tell your passion, and I can tell that you're very, very enthusiastic about what you want to do with these kids. And my hat go up. My hat goes off to you. Well, I, I appreciate you, man. But just like I told when uh, when I met with the search committee and the, and the interview committee, um, I looked them all in the eyes and, and I said, "Listen, do not hire me if you're not going to marry me." And and I said, "Look, I've done my homework. This is going to take some time. It's not. It's something you can walk in here and fix." You know, Sandy Creek's been doing this for a long time, and that's why they're they're being successful. And you know, you can look across the board. And I, I really believe stability is the number one key in some of these programs thriving and so i looked them in the eyes and I said listen when i walk out of here you know you don't call me back if you're not going to marry you know be married to me and uh because there's going to be some bumps in the road and, and we're nowhere close to i told somebody the other day we're probably right now where we should be coming out of a spring practice type scenario and, and we're and so there you know we're a couple months behind schedule but hey it's time to go play now we can we can worry about all that stuff later on but what i think you're going to be able to see is a team that continues to improve as the year goes on because our learning curve is going to be very, very high. So, uh, so we're excited about that and we're passionate about it. And we, we've hired some coaches that are passionate and love kids. And, and I think we, we, I told the kids the other day, uh, you said, Hey, look, you know, we came out here and we threw the sugar out in the summertime to get everybody that wanted to play football out here. Right now, I think we see it. The kids are here this morning, by the way. And, uh, and they're working this morning, uh, stepped away to give you a call. Um, but we got 136 kids in our program right now, so we got kids out, and uh, and so uh, that that's a, that's a real big important thing. And then now teaching them what it means to be a true tiger is going to be the next step. And why don't you tell us about your coaching staff and and what kind of offense you run, and you know the philosophy in your offense and your defense? Well, I, I tell you this: I hate making, I hate trying to put a visual out there and try to make comparisons of who we are, what we want to do. But in the, in the short time that we've been here, you know, from, I felt it was important to give kids a visual of what we wanted to look like. We, and what we want to do is we want to be Baylor on offense. We want to be – a lot of people say they're hurry up, that they're spread, that they do this and that. We call ourselves a tempo. We want to snap the ball as fast as we can possibly snap it. And uh, and we want to control that tempo, and, and uh, so, uh, so so that's number one. We're doing offensively, and we hired two college guys to come in here and do that for us. Um, we hired Kelby Holt, um, who was a, uh, at uh, Faulkner University last year. Um, so he's coming in here as our offensive coordinator, and and we actually have a guy who, uh, in a lot of ways, are co-coordinators. Uh, his name is Andy Follett, and Andy was the quarterbacks coach at Western Carolina, and then last last year was at Alabama State. 
and uh, and so he's coming in. Uh, he, he's working with uh, Heath Arrington, who's a troop grad uh, on the offensive line. Um, you have Daryl Truitt, who's coaching wide receivers, and you have uh, Paul Brewer, who's our uh, running backs coach and uh, basketball coach as well. Uh, defensively, we want to try to be a four-three. Um, trying to give guys a visual um, who we're trying to be like. It's kind of like a Michigan State type um, and, and some of the things that we do. Um, Lynn Kendall, who was the head coach last year, is his coordinator um, and, and linebacker coach. And, and defense is my background, so he and I do that role together. Um, Dustin Ward, who played quarterback here, uh, did Gary uh, worked here for a long time. And I, know, I knew Gary is, is a, when I was a young coach. And um, – so Dustin's doing secondary. Uh, Bryce Oglesby, whose dad I worked for at Manchester, Greg Oglesby's son, uh, is helping uh, Dustin in on the back end. Um, we have Coach Wortham, um, who's working with a lot of our JV players. Um, Coach Benefield, who came up from Long Cane Middle School, um, is also working with the defensive line and some JV guys. And the guy, uh, Tom Lawler, who is uh, coming to us from Alabama, um, who also works with a um, – um, the JV program, and then we have Eric Ball. Eric Ball is the only person I brought from Manchester, and he is our equipment manager. He handles everything dealing with our um, equipment and, and jerseys and, and that and that kind of thing. And uh, I think that wraps, wraps us up. I think I touched on everybody. And, Coach, it's been an honor to talk to you, and hopefully we can talk again next week and talk about winning against that team across across. Oh, there, and uh, yeah, yeah, we don't, we don't, we. I, don't, I didn't know if you catch that or not. We don't use that word around here. We just talk about that team across town, and uh, I'll do respect to them. They got a lot of tradition, and and uh, and they played extremely well last night. Nobody stopped them yet offensively. So we got our work cut out for us, and we got the kids in here this morning trying to prep and get ready to go, and uh, and so we'll give it a whirl. And we know it's important to the Tiger Nation out there, and uh, we hope to make you proud on Friday night. And that's Friday night at Grange at Callaway Stadium, Troop High School and Lagrange and Lagrange High School. Those those Grangers they played this weekend. And good luck to you. Hope hope the season goes well for you. Hope hopefully we can have you on the show next week and we can talk more football, talk more about about the game and and everything. And hope you just have a great great day. Thank you, Jermaine. I really appreciate it. And uh, anytime, I'd love to come on and uh, and talk true uh, football. Appreciate it, buddy. You're welcome. And that's Tanner Glisson of the True High School Tigers. And we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back.
Boston, Massachusetts. Home with the pride of music. Through the months of I can get away. Through the time and the I can get away. Hey, at each crib, I can get away. Yeah. I'm so dumb, I'm too Still pushing more driving in new bands. Still gotta say aim for the loose ends. Betting fools, I can pay dues with my two cents. I'm hippie paint to your gray world. Black and white through the crowd like they were. They showing true color when you take away the pigment. When you take away the difference in it. Blasting it all, vivid and flying with no engine. They running with all gimmicks. Right about the blue, like a scout fell. Stand back, shit calm, like a stop bell. Faded in the mind. A 9 5 product at a time. Tune navigation, new direction for the blind. 24 jack 7 battle, get time with a 617 on the side. Let it ride. I hear Cali for the in and out Got the normal scene on a different route So they wonder what the kid about Meet it from the views, never know until you live it out 90 minute winning from records that I was chicken on Living by the minute, don't gotta capture the image Ain't it dag, how me and music could get along New control, mood switching with a different song got Teddy on the level drop Since gon' hit him like a chill pill drop Rhyme game pacing at the L kid's jock I love it for what it is, I hate it for what it's not I'm no ass no, no, Mac, no, Adam, not you, not them. No, no. With the lights on my own, I set the stage. Through the balance of the tones, I get away. Through the minds of the best, I can get away. If I'm not what I'm gonna say. Yeah. Hey. I can get away. Ran on time, I can get away. Ran on a getaway. Uh, new fellas ain't locking in. Uh, same bitch just dropping in. Uh, why you sound like locked in? Well, can't be the better jacket than through the lights on my own. I get away. New bike, new stage, new life, new game, new price, same vision, new hype. If I can get away. At these crib. If I can get away. Like a villain on a getaway. See the pedal break.
Welcome back into the press box and the tailgate crew. My name is Jermaine. Thanks for being a part of the show. And just so happy to be a part of the show. So excited to be just giddy. Just ready to get up and jump around. I know we got like four to start a football season, but in those 14 days before the football season, you got 14 days of nothing but football because you have high school football. You have college football. College football starts, and it's going to start in a major, major way in the, FC, in the FCS division. Washington Grizzly Stadium in Missoula, Montana will be rocking. 24,000 strong as the Missouri. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Missouri instead of Montana. The Montana Grizzlies play the North Dakota State Bison. I'm sorry for you North Dakota people who are listening. Bison. Bison. Sorry. They play at Washington Grizzly Stadium this week, next week, in the curtain raiser to all things college football. I'm so excited for this game because one, you got the three-time national champion North Dakota State team that is just they're still loaded and they're gonna reload. And then you have Montana who, who the preseason ranking for them is number seven in some polls, eleven in other polls, and eight in other polls. Just ooh, ooh. But they they Montana has to find a new quarterback since their quarterback has graduated and moved on to the CFL. So, ah, 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 ah. just, mm, 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 Lord Jesus. And then this weekend, you got, you, you got the Atlanta Public School Classic. You got the, the Corky Carroll Classic going on. I mean, and I'll of those games also um, for today, Carrollton and Kale, um, like I said, number four in 5A, Kale, number eight in 4A, Carrollton, playing each other. Mill Creek, um, who's who's in the top ten in some in some polls, um, outside the top ten in others, play Brookwood. Brookwood's breaking a new head coach. The post-Mark Cruz era is on. The the post Mark Cruz era is on wood, and then you have Norcross at Valdosta. Norcross, very loaded team. Um, out of seven, out of seven, six, eight. I'm sorry. A very loaded team. Um, in six a. Um, I mean, just just going on and on and on. North Gwinnett and Cockwood County, Cockwood County defending state champions, coached by coached by Rush Probes. Just, I mean, just so many good games going on. Nightcap, to me, probably will be the best game of the seven games at the Corky Kell Classic. McKeatron and Tucker. McKeatron is one of those schools. They're loaded. They have a four-star quarterback that that's there. 
you don't know where he's going to school at next season. Um, and Tucker, who in, in 6A is just good that I, people don't even know how to, how to even tell you how excited I am about these games that are coming up later on. I mean, like I said, this is the Corky Kell classic I've ever seen where at least 12 of the 14 teams are ranked in their classification. Um, Archer, who is the consensus number one in 6-8, you know, as I said, they won last night. You have ooh, consensus number two, consensus number three, number five, Mill Creek, who's on the cusp of a top ten. Brookwood, like I said, bringing in a new head coach. <sighs> the excitement for me, Georgia high school football, Alabama high school football, I just can't tell you the amount of excitement that I have. And then Labor Day weekend, California high school football kicks off. Next week, the, there's, a big, there's some big games in the state of Texas. Now, Allen High School plays plays next week. Uh, I mean, whew, Lord Jesus. Yeah, yeah, I don't understand the amount of excitement. I'm just sitting up here shaking right now because I, I'm excited. It's just excitement is there, no doubt about it. But we're gonna play some more music. We'll be right back.
Welcome back into the press box and the tailgate crew. My name is Jermaine. Appreciate you being here. Glad you came. I just went about the high school on that one. <laughs> but still, appreciate you being here. Lord has blessed us with another day. There's something real quick. We, we usually do some of the things that we do here on the show. It's called the Recruiter of the Week. And Recruiter of the Week this week uh, is a kid that I was – actually privileged to have, have 
had my admin email to me a video of him. And I tell you, when I when I say this name, I want you guys to remember this name. This guy's name is Renault Griffin. He's from Greenville High School in Greenville, Georgia. He's 6'2". He's about, he's about 180 pounds. The kid is special. When I say special, he catches any and everything. He can catch it behind his back. He can catch it over his head. He even does the – he even did the Tyree catch. If you can understand what that means, the kid is – he's special. And it's sad that you, you won't get to see this kid because he plays at such a small school. He plays at single-A Greenville High School again in Greenville, Georgia. But the thing about about where he plays, he plays in a great region in single A. And that that team can actually make it to the can actually make it all the way through the playoffs. Um very I mean this kid he's a basketball player also and he if you guys just go to huddle.com and look up Renault Griffin, you will see what I'm talking about when I this kid is special. He runs like a deer. He catches the ball. I mean, like he's got Velcro on his hands, like the ball has Velcro on him. And the kid's a baller. I mean, that's all I can really say about him. He's just a baller. And I really hope that somebody – takes a look at him because he, he's got that kind of skill set. You know, even though he's not a running back, he's got that kind of skill set that he could be compared to like a bow or or Herschel, but, but not, not in the same, so to speak, but being from a small town and making it big and doing things for himself, I think that that would be, you know, more of what I'm what I mean when I say, when I compare him to Bo or Herschel, you know, because nobody really looks to Bo or Herschel except themselves to each other. So I would say check him out. Like, check him out for real, for real. And he also be in the Columbus area because a lot of those teams in his region, in that region, are from Columbus. So just check him out. Renault Griffin. And that's my recruiter. That's our recruiter of the week, Tailgate Crew. And if you also want to check him out, you can also check him out at streetlightrecruiting.com. You also check him out at huddle.com. Um, special shout and um, excuse me, special shout out to Scott Smith, Streetlight Recruiting. If you need anything and you want to get recruited, Go check him out. You can check him out on his YouTube page. You can also check him out uh, at, on his Facebook page for Streetlight Recruiting. I mean, the man can get you into school if you want to go to school and you want to better yourself. So check him out. And also special scout, Scott Smith, and his wife, Jill, um, who couldn't be on the show today. Son had a football game. Uh, good luck to you, Street. So 
you know, it's getting to be that time where you know, you're very, I'm very excited because this, this, this guest is about to come on and I just want him to know that I'm very honored to be a part of very honored for him to be a part of my show. And hopefully God willing, he comes back again and we can talk more football. So I'm gonna take a quick break and we're gonna we're gonna jump into we're gonna jump into something real quick and then we'll be right back. Let me see that tiger walk. Walk, hey. Okay, let me see that tiger walk. Walk, hey. Okay, let me see that tiger walk. Walk, hey. Okay, let me see that tiger walk. Walk, hey. Okay, let me see that tiger walk. Walk, h
job, babe, is with pacifiers. Real demons can't rolling like the mission and tiger. The whole world know we better than all right. Well, if you worry about an elephant, we gon' speak by you. But I'm back for you, yeah, you can be too. Spikes dancing, Mark Washington, just name on And my boy, Carlos Rogers, yeah, his game back in the field. Get you in your mouth and nickname it Rose Green. Round here, little partner, we live and die for all to prove. God, it's mine, I don't wish I climb My old ceilings denied, the daytime arrives Your nightmares confirm, my whole tribe's alive We stay fitted for the finish, never ask why Six rays, she's telling me I can't fly My hopes reach for the ceiling with their hands high So understand, got the city on standby Finding a balance in a game that's morally wrong From 5 a.m. up in the morning, we ducking the light Earn time through the habits we usually own Saving up, gotta spend it all night and that's right, that's a hell of a night 
The drinks, women, that ain't bringing the same thing. The mind locking, the lanes rocking, the same plane. The bed swinging, the Z's clinging, the same dream. What? Uh. A low limit, what the frame brings. <laughs> low limit, what the frame brings. We up late again, plotting on the same thing. Same thing. Low limit, what the frame brings. We up late as hell, plotting on the same thing. Go. But hold up, let them pick it this. No pill, it's still limitless. <laughs> Recouping the true essence, the legends who passed on Live forever while we reminisce True precision I give forever and never miss Signature sound like signing down on the dotted wind Seeing signs of you clown rappers on common shit Trading in your word for green faces and diamond whips Copping medallions while my people starve I think the public getting blind to what honesty is I heard life is stage play a part But we ain't trying to be a part of this comedy biz Cause ain't it funny, I'm holding like no grudges As long as your hoes love it and money just keeps coming Trying to rain on your fire by burning my whole budget A liar, well y'all liars rely on the same subject The drinks, women, that ain't bringing the same thing Your mind locking, the lames rocking the same plane The bed swinging, the Z's clinging the same dream uh, A low limit, what the frame brings Low limit, what the frame brings we up late again, plotting on the same thing. Low limit, what the frame brings. We up late as hell, plotting on the same thing. Plotting on the same. Plotting on the same. On the same thing. Plotting on the same. Plotting on the same. On the same thing. A low limit what the frame brings. A low limit what the frame brings, yeah. A low limit what the frame brings, uh. Applying on the same things. Yeah. About to get a choir in here. Plotting on the same things. We just plotting on the same things, yeah. Plotting on the same things. We up late as hell, plotting on the same things. Trotting on the same thing, trotting on the quest to put against us with the fame brain. Come and be my guest, you can get blamed, man. Let me get my dragon out the den. Let me maintain the flow as I craft it with my pet. I'm a master with the rap and can't be matched by many men. Cause I passed you when I traveled down the path you've never been. Staying active with this passion, try and stack up for the gen. Try snatches for the cabbage, silly rabbit with a spin. I'm a savage, call me Ben. Sending rabbits turn to dirty bastards when I have to dip. Instrumentals can get ripped. Shooting lyrics off my men, don't make you rap. Get the memo like I'm deadly with the clip That's a semi-automatic, you can bet we bring the havoc Know the barrel, let them have it Just be sure to leave your address I'm addressing all the rappers playing dress up You in the wrong sector, thought I tell you The rap game is not a pageant, it's tragic Since the young and been busting bum to get out the gutter Avoiding trouble and now I'm buzzing due to this hunger I'm busting bubbles, waking brothers up from slumbers Now I'm no longer the underdog, I'm heating up this summer No more dreaming, only action Me my team gon' make it happen We just scheming, strategizing why you guys are steady napping Treasure my presence like pirate chest I'm spitting crack Release the cracking Cow moving back And so I hope you rappers started packing Hey Dead and evicted And even claws knew that the boys' bars are gifted We making noise Neighbors might call the boys They tripping Might leave a sticky note with a message You just missed it Hey We've been working hard People never stop that hating Only seem to quiet down When Kyle finally elevating Early flights and elevators Take me to my destination 17 and getting green But we ain't even met the fame yet Bent, bent, bent it's too much money here. I mean, nobody should be hitting Lotto for 36 million and we got people starving in the streets. 
That is not idealistic. That's just real. That is just stupid. There's no way Michael Jackson should have, or whoever Jackson, should have a million thousand, drupal billion dollars and then there's people starving. There's no way. There's no way that these people should own planes and their people don't have houses, apartments, shacks, drawers, pants. I know you're rich. I know you got $40 billion, but can you just keep it to one house? You only need one house. And if you only got two kids, can you just keep it to two rooms? I mean, why have 52 rooms and you know there's somebody with no room? It just don't make sense to me. It don't. Welcome back into the into the press box. My name is Jermaine, and welcome into the tailgate crew. Yeah, jump into some now, but really excited about a lot of a lot of what could happen in the next couple of days, the next couple of weeks. We have a lot of guys who are going to be giving verbal commitments. Um, actually, one guy actually gave a verbal commitment today first, mm-hmm. so. Real excited about what the Big Ten is going to do. Real excited about what a lot of these other recruits are going to do. And um, joining us in a few, in just a few seconds, is probably going to be the biggest and best interviewer I've ever done. And this guy from Valley, Alabama. Um, Played on on that 1992 national championship squad from the University of Alabama. Very excited to have him on the show. Very excited to be talking to an SEC legend, SEC Alabama royalty. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Mr. John Copeland. How you doing today, sir? Hey man, what's going on? Uh, it's not much, but very glad, very honored, very glad to have you on the show. Talk some SEC football. Talk about what you're doing now um, in your post football career. Just tell, just tell the people about you right now. Uh, well, I'm living in Tuscaloosa. I do uh, a local TV show here. I do uh, some high school football coaching, and uh, I'll be writing a blog this football season for the Montgomery. Advertising. And your blog, uh, what's your blog going to be called on the Montgomery Advertising? So that way we people can. Named, we haven't named it yet, uh, but we'll be talking about Alabama football. I'm the guy. They, I'm the guy that's going to be uh, representing Alabama, and then they're going to get an Auburn guy to represent Auburn. Oh, uh, that is awesome. That is very awesome. And you're living in Tuscaloosa. You're, yeah, coaching at Tuscaloosa, is that correct? Yes. And what position are you a defensive coach or are you just helping out I'm with a, the team as a No, I'm the defensive coordinator. It's a uh it's a small private school here in Tuscaloosa. Uh we won a state championship a few years ago. Uh we probably uh we probably put about four or five guys in the division one football. It's a good little school. Uh, my kids go there. Uh, we really enjoy it. And that is awesome. And just just knowing just knowing a little bit of your background and where you where you came from. You come from Valley, Alabama. Played football at Valley High School, is that correct? Yes, that's right. And 
what was that process like when you were picking your schools to go to when you know when you ultimately decided to go to Alabama? You know, the funny thing is I grew up a diehard Auburn fan. Uh being right down the road there, you know, it's kinda of hard not to be an Auburn fan. Uh but once I got to college, and I went to junior college for two years, and uh, when, I, when I started going through the repro- uh, recruiting process from there, I visited several SEC schools, Tennessee, Auburn, Kentucky. Uh, I even went out to Florida, and I visited Miami. Um, Alabama, just Tuscaloosa just felt right, man. Uh, all the other places that I thought they were all good football schools, it was just something that, 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 that was different when I came to Tuscaloosa. And you showed up at Tuscaloosa at another guy that you played school, you played high school football with, Lemansky Hall, was actually on that team also with you. Tell me how that yeah. felt having someone from your hometown there and also playing with guys like George Teague and and those guys. I mean, you know, playing, uh, getting an opportunity to play with Lemansky was just a was an added bonus. Uh, I've been playing or competing with Lemansky ever since I was in the third third grade. Uh, you know, I went to Shumlin Elementary School, and he went to Fairfax. So we competed all the way up till we got to junior high. And once we got to junior high, we joined the same team. And, uh, and it was it was good to have someone here that uh, that I that I could talk to that I that I knew that was already here before me and kind of showed me the ropes. And uh, it was just a just a blessing to have him around. And tell me about about a lot of like some of the stories that you that you may have. In terms of that that ninety two team and how special that is, and playing with you know like I said that great defense that you play that you played on and playing in that very first SEC championship game, I, how did that make you feel as an as an athlete and was that probably one of your best moments? Uh, by far, uh, you know the thing is we uh, team ninety one we had a pretty decent season and 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 I think the reason we had so much success in ninety two is because of the seniors from that 91 team. It just kind of showed us how things need to be done, uh, how to go about our business. And that summer of 92, you know, everybody would stay here on campus. We all hung out together. We all worked out together. And and you just – you, you, didn't, you didn't know at the time what kind of bond was being built by, by those guys. And uh, we had no – I mean, we we never thought – that what we was putting together would go as far as it did. But once we got on the football field, man, this thing started rolling and we started practicing and the season started coming around, you start to feel that, that this group could do something special, especially on the defensive side of the football, because we was loaded with talent. There's, there's not a guy on that, on that defense that couldn't play football. And then we had a, two or three other guys that we can bring in and wouldn't miss a beat. And offensively, that that team was pretty loaded. Offensively, also, you had the likes of Jay Barker and um, and Deuce on that squad. Is that correct? Yeah, uh, you know, I think when people talk about that ninety-two offense, I think you can't talk about that offense without mentioning David Palmer. Uh, I think he was the guy on that side of the football. And Derry Elastic was an important uh, piece of that uh, that puzzle, also. But but Palmer pretty much carried that offense that year. And that offense was was a great offense, but the, it just seems like the defense on that national championship team carried the day. And playing for Stallings, who was a defensive mind, 
was that probably the best coach you ever played for or Bill Oliver or any of those coaches uh, that was on that staff? You know, I can't really can't say that because I've been fortunate enough to play. Every every coach I've ever had have been a really good coach. Uh, I, and I would be doing all of them a disservice if I had to just pick one of them. Uh, all of them were good. And I, and I've talked to a lot of guys and a lot of guys that can't say that. But I, I was just fortunate enough to have really good coaches throughout my whole career. And, you know, and we all remember the show that you were part of. And just being around those guys from, from Florida and reliving that game, did that bring back those memories of wanting to play again for the University of Alabama or playing uh, football no. as a <laughs> No, it brought back a whole lot of memories. But at that time, man, we're, we're 40 plus years old. So, you know, you're not going back to play for the University of Alabama, you know. Uh, it was fun seeing those guys. It was fun out there doing that again and fun being on the field. And I think everybody involved really enjoyed that. And I, and I and you know watching that, then watching watching you just talk about you know that that team that y'all had, and the amount of pressure that was on you guys because of the championship game. But see, and that's, that's, even, the, that's the thing. But that's the thing, though. People and and I hear that a lot. But there was no pressure on us because if you think about the '92 season. We wasn't even supposed to be there. Uh, nobody had given us any kind of credit to do anything. So for us, it was just out there, just go have fun, man. Just go play because you don't supposed to be here anyway. Right. And, you know, the subsequent years after that, and leading up into the Saban era, do you think that Alabama football was setting back itself when they hired the coaches that they hired and not hired – uh, Sylvester Croom when they had the chance to? Uh, I think, I definitely think they should have hired uh, Coach Croom. Um, for whatever reason, they, they, they didn't, I don't know. But I think I think they hired, I think the coaches that they hired was was, was underqualified to, to take the position. And then that's not taking anything away from those guys. I think those guys is, is eventually going to be a really good coach. I think um, uh, Mike Shuler, He's going to be an excellent coach. He just wasn't ready for this type of pressure job at that time. And I definitely agree with you on that. And, you know, I think when 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 it was time to hire a coach like a Nick Saban and you got Nick Saban, he brought that level of intensity on the defensive side back that you hadn't seen with previous coaches. Yes. And, and and he's a defensive coach. Now. That's that's what he's done his entire career was, was coach on the defensive side of the football. But with that with that being said, and you look at the offensive side of the ball and some of the quarterbacks that he that he's brought in in the past few years, is there a quarterback that will play up to that potential that he has now that? Could Play up to the G Max or to the AJ of those generations. I think, um, I think, I think the freshman Burnett have the potential to be really do something really special. Uh, I think Cornwell is, is a special talent, and you know, it's, it's 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 football is no different than life, man. It's about being in the right place at the right time in the right situation, uh, and, and it can happen to anybody. 
it's not it's not just what you can do talent wise. Everything has to be perfect. Everything has to be has to be a fit for every everything, and all the variables have to be there. And it just you just never know when that's going to happen. And I, and I agree. And if you want to speak with John Copeland and you want to ask him questions, feel free to call in 646-378-0298. Press the number one, ask us questions, and 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 talk to and talk to a legend of of the SEC. And uh, you know, I wanna I wanna take a quick break, and I wanna come back, and I wanna talk to you about the state of football in Alabama and, and, and the SEC as a whole. So I'm going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. I'm so Alabama, I'm so Alabama, I'm so Alabama, 
What's up, the Press Box and the Tailgate Crew? My name is Jermaine, and I am here online with just someone that you know inspired me to play football as well. You know, even though I was a kicker, you know, the defensive guys always there was always something special about the defensive guys. And here I'm here talking with Mr. John Copeland and. John, the the state of Alabama as a whole, the great football teams that they have with the Troy, the Auburns and the Alabamas of, of the world, the college football landscape in Alabama ever gonna change or will or will that will college football stay as, as strong as it has been in the past? In Alabama, I don't see it changing. It's been like it's been like it is for the last hundred years. Uh, you know, that's the one thing people around the country can talk a lot of stuff about Southerners, but the one thing we hang our hat on is, is our football, and we're pretty good at it. Yeah, I agree with that. And you know, you you playing you played in the NFL for a number of years, um, predominantly with the. Cincinnati Bengals, and you play on a good defense um, yourself. Brenton Buckner for a couple of years, who went to Clemson, who's also from the area of Columbus, Georgia. Yes. If you could put some of those teams together and make the Bengals a playoff team, like if you can pull from different from different seasons, from different, from those different seasons that you were there, do you think that that those teams would have made the playoffs, or or if you had better management, you think that those teams would have made the playoffs? Uh, you know, it's just kind of hard to say. Uh, when I was there, we got a lot of good players, but we got them towards the end of their careers. So uh, the best they had to offer had already been taken out of them. Uh, you know, the the, the professional uh, ranks is, is a little different, man. It's uh, it's a business more than anything else. The cap restrictions and things of that nature, it it's, it makes not, things hard. It's hard to build the same camaraderie that you do uh, when you're doing it for free. You know, and with that being said, I mean. There's just a purity about college football as opposed to the professional game where it's more or less guys just wanting to make money and not really wanting to do anything else, not really just want to be prima donnas. Would you? I know it's not always the case, but when you look at some of the players that, that they – portray as being the marquee players, you see them sort of not being the model citizen or anything like that. Would you, would you agree with that or is it just uh, a few people? I, I, think, I think it depends. It just depends on the guy. I mean, you got some guys. You got, you got guys like Peyton Manning and Drew B. Breeze and, uh, and all those guys. I think they're, they're marquee players and they handle themselves well off the field. Uh, I think education, economic background, how you grew up, 
I think a lot of that plays into it. Uh, I think uh, what kind of environment you grew up in, I think that plays a lot lot into how you're going to act as an adult. And I think how you manage, how you're able to manage the success or the, or the fame that you're having is going to play a huge part in that. And that's a true statement. And, you know, as you, as you said, I mean, you, like I said, you've moved on, you know, from the professional ranks and you've settled into family life yourself, um, being married with, with three kids and, and then doing a lot of the things that you're doing now. Is there anything that you would want more of if you could have it like from your from your uh football days if you could have it again like playing more or you know having a chance to go to anything like that would you change anything like that or i would have liked to have tried another team that's just the one i had the opportunity to 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 go to another team and i chose to stay in cincinnati i I just it's always that what if what if i would have went somewhere else but that just go back to my loyalty part. You know what I mean? I was just loyal to the people that was loyal to me. And that, that, you don't see that. You don't see that nowadays, where loyalty and commitment to one club is important to people. And oh yeah, you don't see that. that you rarely see that, that in any part of society. You know, right? And you know, and it's a sad thing to say, but. You know, it's very admirable that you did that, and it shows the kind of the kind of character that you have. You know, to be loyal and to be, you know, to have that kind of have that kind of heart to where you know that you could probably move on, but you chose to stay because these are the people who made you the person that you wanted to be. Yes, exactly. In, in respect, so I mean that's very admirable. But well, I appreciate it, man. And you know, a lot of people, you know, they they think of they think of sports as being the end all, say all. But sports is means to express yourself. That's the way I always looked at. I've always looked at sports. Was was sports for you just a way of of just having fun and just keeping in shape? And then this it just- was a release, man. It was a it was a release, like like a stress reliever. No matter no matter what, and it's still like that today. You know, no matter what is going on, if I can walk out on the football field, man, for those two hours that I'm out there, I don't think about anything else. It's like my drug. <laughs> and it's still like that. It's still like that as a coach. When I when I walk out there, that's all I think about. I don't think about anything else but that. Now when I walk off the field, now all that stuff come floating back to me. You know, right? And tell us about the team that you that you're coaching. I mean, like you say that you you, you put it put a couple people in, into Division One schools and things of that nature. Like, tell us about the team that you're coaching now, and some of the players that are on your team, and you know, yeah, will we be hearing from other We're a little small private school here in Tuscaloosa. Uh, we're, we're classified as three A school, uh, which is the highest AISA goes. Uh, 
we've been fortunate enough to have some really good football players come through there. Uh, we, the numbers is never that we, I mean, the numbers are always small. We normally, if we have 35 kids, that's a big team for us. Uh, but we have some really, really good kids and uh, some really, really smart kids. It's an academic school. Uh, the athletics at that school have, have really, really picked up in the last six or seven years. And uh, it's just a good, small family environment, man, where everybody know each other. Everybody goes to each other's houses, and I, I really enjoy it. It's that small time, uh, small town field. There, that's what makes that's what makes a family a family, and that's what makes that's what makes a school a school. And when you can yeah, have that interaction, when you have that interaction, and and everybody is on one accord, that makes a great football team. And I can see why you know with your pedigree, why they want you there, and why you why you chose to be there. Yes. Um, Train, we're about to. I'm with my wife, but we're about to go to this farmer's market, man, and she's been giving me the evil eye here for a little while. And John, I appreciate you being a part of the show today and 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 everything. And hopefully we can talk talk more football again and we can we can interact more. Man, um, call me up. I'll be uh, happy to help you out. Just let me know. Okay. And again, that was John Copeland, uh, Auburn, Alabama football legend, SEC legend. Uh, love to have you back on the show. Hopefully, we'll be back on the show soon. And I will. with that, we'll, you guys take care. All right. And with that being said, we'll take a quick break and we'll be right back.
Welcome back into the Press Box and the Tailgate Crew. My name is Jermaine. So honored to have the show next week. We're going to have some more coaches on the show. Um, and also an Auburn legend calling into the show. Um, one former kicker, former Auburn kicker, Damon Duvall will be here um, on the show. And I'm very excited to have him on the show. Uh, it's been a long time. Uh, we'll be talking about his career in the CFL. We'll be talking about his uh, his life outside of football and also his life at Auburn. So hopefully you guys just uh, tune in. Uh, another quick rundown of scores around the state of Georgia. Uh, for right now, um, right now it is a final kill. Uh, over Carrollton, 35 to nothing. Um, at halftime, uh, Glen Academy over Wayne, Glen Academy over Wayne County, 14 to seven. And later on in the day, we have a uh, Grady and Washington in that uh, Atlanta Public Schools Classic, McEachin and Tucker in the nightcap of the Corky Kill Classic, Hardaway and Tri Cities. Um, also in the Atlanta Public Schools Classic, uh, Presbyterian. Of Tennessee and and Peachtree Ridge in a interstate route in an interstate game, very good game. Uh, Christ Presbyterian, um, really good school out of the state of Tennessee. Peachtree Ridge from the Atlanta area. Uh, uh, Valdosta Norcross, Corky Kell Classic, Cockwood County North Gwinnett again Corky Kell Classic, another Georgia Tennessee matchup, Parkview and Mc. And McKaylee out of Tennessee, Parkview is actually going up that, actually going up to McKaylee and playing McKaylee at home at at their place, uh, Brookwood Mill Creek. Hughes and Mays in the Atlanta Public Schools Classic. Um, Carver of Columbus and Carver of Atlanta. Um, they played in just a few in just a few short minutes. Actually, they're the next game. So, in the Atlanta Public Schools Classic. So. A lot of great football around the state of Georgia, a lot of great around the Southeast. Um, and uh, special congratulations to my old football, to my old position coach, Coach David Thrower. He's um, he's offensive coach at Tryon High School. They actually won last night over Gordon Lee. Uh, and um, very, very just, just excited about, about what's about to go on next week. And, um, Excited about things, things that you know in general. Um, I just want to thank every part of the show. Thank you to Coach Tanner Glisson of the Troop High School Tigers. Thank you to John Copeland, um, who um, called in and and we interviewed each other and then talked to each other about football. Hopefully, we'll be able to do that again. And thanks to thanks to you to the show and Madman Wendy, um, my main man T Rex. Um, check us out, KingOfUndergroundMedia.com. King, check me out, Tailgate Crew on Jay Houston Seventeen. Check me out on check me out on Instagram. Also, I don't remember my Instagram, but just look up Jermaine Houston. You'll find me. Um, you can also hit me up on Facebook. And coming soon is a is a tailgate crew Facebook page. So 
just hit me hit me up on, on my Facebook, hit me up on Twitter. Um Scott Smith, who's not here, who's not here with us today, hit him up, Street Smith Recruiting. For all your recruiting needs, you can call him. You can go to his YouTube page and see some of the see some of the athletes that he's that he's helping out. Again, just just a special thanks to everybody who's involved with the show, my parents, uh, mom, dad, my sisters, other family. I love y'all. Thanks for thanks for being part of the show. Have a good weekend and we out.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.